Disrupting the Ethos Podcast. Hey, what's up? What's up? This is Anna Buteau, your host of Disrupting the Ethos, the podcast where we challenge the status quo by questioning every damn fucking thing. Let's be honest about it. (laughs) So, It's been quite a while that I've recorded something, but tonight, actually, um, we are July 27, to be exact, 2022. And yesterday, I finished phase one of the Live Hard program. Now, probably if you've been listening uh, through the podcast since the last months, Uh, You probably know about my program I entered called the 75 Heart Program. Now I'm on the Live Heart, which is the prolongation of the 75 Heart Program. And this is for the year, actually. So, and I know, so tonight, this is my first sign after my 30 days, my phase one, which was quite challenging. Um, Actually, I started on my birthday, May 19th of 2022. If you're listening to this in time, you know the dates. I started my 30 days there and unfortunately, I missed day 25. And the thing is, when you miss one of the tasks to be done, then you have to start over. This is just how it works. And uh, I was about to go on vacation and I just chose to actually uh, not start right away and wait till I come back. Uh, ended up almost pretty much doing the fucking thing during my vaca- my vacation. I think the only thing uh, was my food. But either that, no alcohol, no nothing. I did my workouts. Like seriously, we were on vacation. I, I went hiking. So we did like between 20,000, 25,000 steps a day. So we <laughs> truly like, let's be honest, it's pretty much like two fucking workouts if it's not more. So, um, yeah, it, and then when I came back, I think I gave myself like two days rest and then got like two, no, it actually was four days rest, but I did go out and do some workouts. I did do some trainings. Like it's like as if I never actually stopped, but since, but anyways, to really do it properly, I started back when coming back from a vacation and then yesterday I ended it so I finally finished my first phase 30 days but pretty let's be honest I was on another and it's more than 75 days pretty much almost anyways it's okay and you know what um actually tonight um like I said we're July 27th 2022 I actually went and purchased myself some wine and um, I was sitting on my uh, on my balcony, just you know, sipping, relax, enjoying the beautiful weather that we have right now in Quebec City, as I am from Quebec City, Canada. If you really want to know, and I, it just came to mind the whole journey. Um, alcohol in the first seventy five days was a pretty uh, interesting realization of my relationship with alcohol. Um, but there's so much more to it. And I know I've been promising to actually speak about that program, the whys and how did I came about that and where is it? Uh, is it available for you and, and such like that? So many of you out there have asked me to talk more about that journey. And there's so much to share about that journey sincerely. 
I think this journey was truly meant to make me realize a lot of stuff. I'm going through a very, I would say, rock and roll or roller coaster um, journey right now of healing, of, you know, looking at the dragon in the mirror about different things in my life. Um, there's still good stuff coming into my life, actually. Um, there's really, there's some good with that. This is just, you know, life, right? Life is uh, meant to, to be like a roller coaster at some point, but of course you have like really high peaks and really down lows. Um, this is pretty much where I am right now. Uh, not in the lows, but I'm saying like, I'm just really like, they're really high or really low right now. And I'm trying, I'm doing my best to navigate it and do it day by day, keeping my mindset in check, keeping my healing in check, keeping myself in check. And that challenge to actually have that challenge or that program on because it's not really a challenge it's truly not a sincerely it's really not a challenge the only challenge is in, is actually happening in your mind throughout the program but that was the point of the program so i'm here finally to talk about that fabulous program and it's really because i, I got triggered uh, just you know enjoying my i'm sipping a little bit of wine and yeah i said i have to record this and make that happen so here we go. How did it all start? So I came across Mr. Andy Frazilla. Um, I actually don't remember through who I actually came across this content. Um, for sure, it was some, somebody I follow through Instagram. That's absolutely fucking sure about that. And um, actually, I remember, I think it was somebody sharing his podcast, which is called Real This Fuck real af or andy frazilla which is a quite awesome pun and spin but i don't know of course the podcast speak to my soul everything that has fuck in it actually does speak to my soul not because um because it's a curse word or not because it's truly because i've been like i'm known and especially my family to be somebody who curse a lot and can you even imagine it? I watered down my cursing, but not to a point where I think it's unauthentic for me to say it. And it's a big part of who I am. But anyways, I was attracted. He's a big entrepreneur, has built quite an empire and still in the making of one also. And, you know, the person, I don't remember who ex from who or which platform I it was shared though. I truly don't remember at all. But anyways, I tuned into the podcast. I listened to an episode, something that really triggered me. So, um, and then it, I just, you know, got sucked up in, into his world in some shape, way or form. And it's not being sucked up. It's more so that Finally, I had somebody to look up to in a, I would say, different light. So, of course, as you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I also have a job. So I'm, I'm a very big hustler. And I think this is why I just, you know, I think resonates so much with Andy Frazilla. He's truly a hustler at heart. And it's truly because deep down, he's and he says it. And it's funny because I was listening to an episode today of, of his podcast. And he was just saying that he's nothing special. He has nothing special. He wasn't born with any special talent and he just works hard and he's happy about that. He does his life the way he wants it and like nobody can give a shit about it. And it was pretty much about that. 
because he says that sometimes he's kind of judged about it, but like, I think it's ridiculous he's being judged by it. Anyways, like, y- you live your life the way you want. This is my true belief. If you want to hustle every fucking day, that's your, that's your thing. If you don't want to, then you don't. Yet again, I think there's still some responsibilities and accountability that must be um, looked upon. Anyways, um, I remember, I think it was around October... I came across his content and I started listening to a lot of what he has to share. So he shares a lot about all the fucked up shit going on in our uh, world. Of course, he's from the United States, so it's more specifically what's going on in the United States. But yet again, uh, let's be all fucking real. I'm from Canada and there's so much shit that's so similar. Yet uh, I think we have it more intense i would say in some shape or form where we're much more reformed than what's happening in the united states if you don't understand what i'm actually talking about just look up klaus schwab's the world economic forum and look all of the you know quote-unquote conspire um, conspiracy theories out there about the covid situation go and dive into that and come back to me if you need some info you can dm me personally about that anyways uh, I'm not here to talk about politics or any uh, some sort of world domination here, but it's what it is. So he talks about about that and he feels that it's his duty, but also he has um, part of the podcast is also Q&A, a Q&A-F, he calls it, which is questions and he gives his answer. And then there's also long long episodes where he brings really amazing people on the podcast sometimes he has also people doing his program the 75 hard program and uh it's through the podcast in the beginning i think well like i said i came across in october and throughout like october november december i was listening to it and he was referring a lot of times to the 75 hard program and he was mentioning about that he's the one who created that program so, of course, got intriguing. I was like, yeah, he's always talking about it. So I started looking it up. First and foremost, it's a fucking free program, okay? The only thing you need to pay, if you want to pay, is for the app. And I really recommend it. It's really cheap. And then there, you can buy the, the his book that talks about it. Actually, mine is uh, <laughs> in the mail as we speak. Because, unfortunately, they sold, they sell out so damn fucking fast. It's crazy shit. Anyways... And then there's also, you can buy his power list. There's also that option. Um, I can speak more about the power list another time for sure. Anyways, and so, but the program at, at, at its basic is free and you can do it without the app. I truly do love the app personally. I do recommend to have the app because if you actually fail, you see Andy's angry face. You want to see that face when you miss something up. Um, because it really like challenges you and try to, and really make you keep that somewhat accountability. But at the end of the day, you can be a fool and, or just, you know, create your own illusion and skip it regardless, but still it kinds of, you know, puts you into place in some shape, way or form. Um, I remember seeing him on my 25th day in the phase one and I was like, damn, that's the face I didn't want to see. I, I saw it before because the app had a problem um, in the 75 hardware. I was not able to access it. So, of course, it showed up. But that's the only time it actually happened. Other than that, that was the time I saw his face. And I was like, damn. Anyways, so it's free. But it's true. It's a, And uh, looking it up, 
actually what it talked about because it's not a fitness program it's not um it's not something you know yeah it's not a challenge like i mentioned earlier it's truly a program and it's about personal excellence but not only that it's there to really you know work on mental toughness mental discipline discipline itself in in a general sense of the word and then also grit um there's so much more self-confidence self-assurance self-acceptance i can talk about this program on and on and on and on and the benefits from it is truly i think you go on to a much more deeper journey than what is actually explained and even reading through the page and don't worry everything is going to be linked into this into the show notes you can check it out yourself to get your own, you know, spin about it. But um, truthfully, I think it's much more than what is written on that quote-unquote sales page. It's not really a sales page, but still it's the page where you can sign up. You give your email address and you receive an email and then you can like look up the app, the book and shit. So anyways, um, and then you're just part of the group and then there's also a awesome facebook group you can look up the hashtags of uh, 75 hard 75 hard program and um of course you can follow andy frazilla he's awesome on Insta- he's on instagram he's not on other platforms if you really want to follow him it's there and um and of course it's podcast and i truly recommend his podcast it will all be linked in the show notes i'm not trying to say that anyways and I remember reading it and I was like, you know what? I'm ready to bring my discipline to a new uh, level. So I pretty much a very disciplined woman. Um, I'm very organized. Um, but though I, I know I, I lack sometimes and sometimes I, I fall off track and I do a lot. And I, I think this program is pretty much highlighting that. I realized there's a lot of shit I need to clear in my life. Um and this is the, the thing, because I will never stop saying that the mindset work, the inner work, the self-development work, something that's so ongoing, it never stops, it's every fucking day, and you cannot miss out of it. You cannot just say, hey, I'm in a three-month program and be done with it, like, and move on. There's always something to work on, there's always something to, and it's okay, and sometimes you, you, you don't need, you can go more surface level, you can go deeper level, like, there's, don't, there's no right way of doing it. But still, there's work to be done any fucking way. So I remember reading it and I was like, yeah, I just want to bring my discipline and my mental toughness to a new level. And the program, so initially you start with the 75 days. So it's 75 days where you do two work, two 45 minutes workouts. One needs to be outside. So regardless of the temperatures, you have to deal with it and make it happen. Okay. And then you have to drink one gallon of water. That's four liters, if you really want to know. Approximately 3.8 or four liters. Then you have to read 10 pages of a physical nonfiction book. So any book on self-development. 10 pages. And it needs to be a physical book. It's not an audio. It's it's, It's not an electronic. It's a physical book. And this is really precise. This needs to be true. It has to be a physical book. And then there's... Wait a sec. I, I need a picture or something. I... 
you have to follow a diet. You choose a diet and then you stick it for it for 75 days. There's no alcohol and there's no cheat meals. And then you take a progress picture. So that's pretty much what you have to do in the 75 days, okay? And it's it seems pretty simple, but trust me, it's not. It's fucking not. Um, figuring out, and also what's important is your workouts. There needs to be a about a three-hour about, okay? It needs to, to, to be a three-hour interval, two to three hours, ideally. And um, there's a very big reason why, because doing a one hour and a half workout like that could be truly easy, but to manage to actually separate them is quite a challenge. Uh, Of course, I've been on days where I'm out and about for the whole fucking day. So when I'm out and I'm actually like six hours deep in in just like, you know, moving my fucking body, I count, I, I always counted it. So because like, I could count the first hour and the last hour and I'm still fine. So I just do it like that. But um, but you have to do two workouts and there's need to be one outside regardless. And I started the program first day was January 1st. And then, uh, not January 1st, it was January the 3rd of January 2022. So I started my 75 days. So, of course, you're motivated when you start, you're excited, like you're into it, and then day fucking four happens, where you're sore as fuck. Your body's so not used to move like that, so not used to, um, you know, like it's it's truly, like it's a, you're living a shock. So, I remember day four and five, I was so fucking sore. Um truly it was awful and but then afterwards like day six and like seven was really like everything was good like my body was adapting and it's fine and then it's like you need to push through on those days because if you're really because then if you miss one thing then you fucking start over so that's pretty much the deal when you miss one thing and sincerely i've heard so many stories even andy recently uh he's into the 75 days right now as we as I'm speaking uh, of this pot on this podcast, and he missed because he missed a day because he forgot to take a progress picture. And something sometimes it's really bad. When I did my uh, phase one, the, the the day I missed, I missed one workout. The rest was all done. I, I will explain why later. Um, but anyways, okay, this will probably be a very long ass podcast. I'm sorry. But just bear with me because it's truly quite a uh, interesting story. Well, I'm just sharing my own thoughts and my own, you know, experience with you guys, and then you can do whatever with you want without information. But still, I think it's part of the growth process. And as a mindset coach, as an entrepreneur, and as a you know human of this collective, it is my duty to share what truly it is and being honest about it and being true about what happened and to tell you that yeah, we. Even though you may perceive me as somebody who has her shit together, and I've talked about this um, recently with somebody, like sometimes, yes, I, you can see people like, you feel that sometimes people have their things figured out, but it's not fucking true. And like, we always have our ups and downs in life, as you do. It's just that sometimes some people, like just the way they perceive everything doesn't seem like it. Anyways, that's how I feel sometimes. But yeah, there's fucking days. Like, I remember 
Okay, I'm going to continue my, my talk because you're going to know. I remember, so day four and five, my body was fucking sore. That was awful. And then the third week was, and, the, and I'm saying it's the, it's the whole week. Like I think it was like five, like six or seven days in a row where there was days like it was like 7 p.m. And I had nothing fucking done. Not even one workout or not even half my water drunk. That week, um, I remember like gulping like two liters of the water <laughs> before going to bed because like I didn't thought of drinking my water. Like I was such a mess that week. I still remember it. I remember writing to now my uh, boyfriend, partner, and then saying like, I have to do my shit and I, um, I think at that time we were just friends. I don't remember. Yeah, we were just, we were still friends at that moment, but we became boyfriend and girlfriend. But I remember, um, just saying to him, damn, I didn't do anything. And he was like, go, 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 go do your shit. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. He's like, yeah, you're such a warrior. I still remember that conversation and it's true. So I went out, I remember I went to, to late at night. I uh, went to bed. I was tired as fuck the next morning because I wake up at 4 a.m. 4 to do my shit. Uh, but it taught me about organization. Like truly, like making it work is really something like hard. And especially when you have so much on your plate. And we all have a lot on our plates. Like truly, we do. And it's about managing. So I remember taking action the very next week of like, especially like the water, because sincerely, waking up in the middle of the night on borderline pissing your fucking pants is a fucking shitty situation. Um, I still remember there was nights I was waking up. I was like, yeah, I'm going to piss myself. But then like, because you're drinking so much water, it's crazy shit, especially before bed. It's awful to do. And it's off. It's not agreeable night either to just gulp all that water at once. It's, it's like crazy shit. And then doing like, you have your day in your body and you have to do a workout. Oh my gosh. Sometimes it's really hard, but you know, you make it happen because truly I was very motivated to not fail the 75 and not like if I would fail, I would fail, but I, I didn't want to. So anyways, and then uh, week four put in place some, um, you know, kind of quote unquote rules for myself. So I needed in my morning routine to at least have before. So I wake up at four. So before 7 a.m. I had to have at least um 1.5 liters of water drank and I needed to have at least one of my workouts done now of course on weekends I do do it differently but in my work days that's what I do and then so that went well until I got that sequence and the, the, the trick was I needed to at least drink like seven 700 milliliters because I have this tumbler where I use to drink my water. So that's how I calculate my, my stuff. So I know I have to drink like five and a half. And then, so there's 70, there's 700 um, milliliters. So that's how I count. So I remember before drinking my first cup of coffee, I had to have one of my tumblers. So 700 milliliters drank. And then after my second cup of coffee, I needed... I needed to, before taking 
another cup of coffee or anything, I had to drink another one. So that's how it just happened to be able to like more, you know, drink water during the day and not so much at some periods of time. That really helped and having one workout out and then the food thing, that was easy because I, well, I don't, I'm not really a junk food peer person. I don't eat sweets. Um, I don't quite, I don't eat snacks or anything. So for that was quite easy. Uh, the food thing was truly easy for me. So it, it was hard more so when, because it's 75 days in a row, uh, where celebrations happen, you see people, and then you have to follow your diet. And then you cannot eat the foods that sometimes people want to eat when you're seeing them or stuff. But I have to admit, I was actually quite impressed because it really showed me uh, during that period of time, which was truly amazing, where my friends were actually, they, like all my close friends, people really close to me, my family, like everybody was really mindful about it, of just saying, okay, what do you can and not or can't eat? And well, I'll figure something out. And I was actually quite impressive just understanding and it really gave me quite the insight and gratitude of the people, the close people I had in my circle who were very, you know, mindful, but also very um, open and not close. I didn't have any like weird, you know, glances or any weird like kind of reaction to my my challenge. Well, my, my program or my, you know, diets or anything. Uh, even the alcohol thing, I didn't even have any peer pressure at all about not drinking alcohol at all and sincerely it was true it was quite a blessing like it's like just you know understanding that whatever you do people are always going to respect you I thought it was awesome to experience throughout my program and then so in week week four five everything was starting to be like really like more you know with ease and then there was day 50 so here in Canada we've experienced quite a quite a moment in history for sure it's going to be in the history books I just hope it will be written as it should be well anyways I'm not going to go into that subject but uh, maybe you know about it the freedom convoy um, the truckers in Ottawa which is our capital which I actually went on the grounds I can speak about what I saw and it was such a moment and the thing is, our government, our head of government, federal government, took decided to use, a, you know, a wartime law against the truckers, the people protesting in the streets of our capital about the whole COVID, COVID situation. So... Um, I remember that day was a horrible day. So much stuff was happening. I remember waking up that, that morning where it was ac- accepted by the chamber, like other members of parliament, um, after a weekend of horror of seeing on TV, you probably already saw some of it. And waking up, and I've been speaking up a, a lot about it on my social media, and then that morning saying that it was a legal law right now in force. Now, of course, it wasn't through this. It wasn't accepted through the Senate yet, but it's like waking up in a communist country. And it took my 
heart and soul out of my fucking body that thing it 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 truly shattered me because i was like where is our fucking country going right now even though i'm a very you know you know i'm just a nobody right now i don't have a big following i'm not i'm not a big voice yet in canada and quebec um but still i'm out there and not afraid to share what i have to share and say what i have to speak especially about that subject So I've not been quiet about that. A lot of people have been following me due to that content. And um, a lot of people, I know I had a lot of people responses of saying, thank you for sharing your voice and thank you for speaking up and making us, I even had people like, hey, I never saw it like that. And it's like, yeah, but the point is not about whatever it's like, I'm going to talk, I'm going to share just one example. It's not about being vaccinated or not. It's about having the choice. It's about having our choice about what we do with our fucking bodies. It's not a government who should say to me, whatever they have, whoever doctors with them, they shouldn't. I should be able to have all, and another thing, I should have all the fucking data and true data about what it is it is. So I can make a very much more conscious choice for myself and for my kid Like I have a, I have a son, I have a nine-year-old son and it's about being sensible about that, but that's not what's happening. And then it's like, you know, I could be considered, I was seeing it much more larger than truly it is. Like I said, I'm just a, I'm just a nobody. Nothing could have happened to me, but, um, I have friends in the military. I have friends in the police force. And because I've been speaking up, if they think I'm inappropriate, they could arrest me and nothing would happen like I would go to prison just because of speaking up about that so you can like I was literally seeing it like I'm I could be known as a fucking terrorist to my own country just for speaking up about what I believe in and it was quite a scary day and it was an awful day on social media so much shit was going across and after a very harsh weekend of seeing my community, people with who I stand by beside being harassed to leave the grounds, to be beating up, to be sent into prison, to be, um, I, I remember shaking hands and hugs, hugging some truckers who've stayed there since the beginning, seeing them being towed, being arrested and being beaten. It was awful to see. It was awful to see people who were just wanting to stand and wanting to work and wanting to, for us to start back our economy and do just speak out what we believed in. It was a really harsh day. I remember having, having such a hard time working. And it, sincerely that day, I, I, I did do some of my tasks, but I got caught up with people messaging me, like then talking with my partner and then like talking with my family and like all the, you know, grand shebang. And I remember saying to my, to my partner saying like, I may just start over. Like I'm so like not into it. But then again, it's, it's like that. What is like, then what came to my mind in that moment was, well, I cannot let them beat me. I still have control on who I am and how I respond and how I think and when I think what was right for me in that moment. Now, 
There was nothing I could do in that moment. Uh, like everybody was feeling powerless to the situation. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out there and do my shit. So I still finished my day. Went to bed quite late actually. But I did finish that day. Even though it was such a challenging day mentally, emotionally, uh, truly about that situation. But I could not let them fucking win me over with their bullshit. And then, um, then the rest of the days I kept and I focused and I kept it to the end. So my 75 days was over. It was the March 18 to be exact. So I didn't fail that 75 hard. And then... So the whole experience, so I have so much more to share. I'm going to share that in, I will, I'm going to do another podcast about the in-between and now the 30 days that I just went through. I think that's a long enough podcast for now. We're already past 30 minutes of recording, but I kind of realized how much I didn't have discipline or what I thought the level of discipline I had is not as high as... I believe to. So it was quite a realization that I didn't always have the true integrity to actually do the things I say I do. And this program has pretty much bring that to light. Now I'm speaking with all my in between and my 30 days, of course, but in the beginning, my 75 days where I really like went through it, um, I realized that it was quite a big commitment, but having that challenge, um, challenge my belief around what I thought I had discipline around actually showed me how much I didn't have discipline. And the most discipline, the one discipline that I realized was my mental one. And even as a mindset coach, and I do a lot of mindset and speak a lot about mindset and I, I do know a lot about mindset and I keep studying it and I keep working at it and I keep doing it. But still, I saw that there was so much more to, to work on and I saw there was so much more to look upon and to actually shift and learn and, and like, you know, grow it in some shape, or word, uh, shape, some shape way, or form if you want to look at more in that sense. But I, I saw myself saying, okay, so my discipline was... Yeah, I had discipline, but a very high standard of discipline, especially the mental one. Like I said, I got triggered on day 50. And that day really showed me how something so external could affect my mental state. Not only that, make me not do what I said I would do. And that was quite a challenge. It made me realize that I also forget a lot of things that I say to people. So I would say to people, yeah, I'm going to take care of that. And then I would forget. It really challenged me on my organization also. And it's been something I've been working on since to actually re-challenge myself and readjust that habitual, that, that habit of just saying, when I do say I'm going to do something, I actually make it happen. And I realized that, yes, I forget and it's okay to forget. It happens to everybody, but I was witnessing truly that and my partner made me realize it also and I think through the program it made like it's like the whole combination of a lot of things made me realize that discipline of the mind I had work to do and it made me see discipline in a whole new light some a light that 
I think I never thought I would actually see it through if I've not been through that program. Because when you put on your, you know, you make a commitment to yourself. So I made the commitment of doing that 75 days and then challenged myself. Like I said, in the third week, like, like it was some, like I remember there was a day, it was 7 p.m. at night and I hadn't done a damn fucking thing about my program except for eating right and not drinking alcohol. Like it's like, duh, I had to drink my water. I had to do my two workouts. Um, I had to read my 10 pages. Like it's, it's like sincerely it was shit. Going to bed like at 11.30 at night, feeling so exhausted because I'm up at four in the morning. When I woke up the next morning at four in the morning, it was tough. That challenged me in some in, in realizing that my sometimes organization, I get lost, I get distracted, I get like so much shit. And there, that's the thing. And I remember the fourth and fifth day when I, my body was so sore, but to push through that soreness and to do the things that I said I would do, that was a challenge in itself because a lot of times what happens is we're just, oh, I'm just gonna do it tomorrow. But the thing is, when we say that, what happens is, especially when we said we would commit to something, now it's okay to rest. Now it's not, it's not saying always push through. I'm not saying that you have to be really mindful about that. I think there's a lot of discernment to know. But I understood that the soreness was truly because my body was not adapted to what I was doing and it, everything was new. So it really challenged my body for sure. But then after two days, everything came back fine and it was fine. And I didn't, and I was very mindful of the, exercises and what I was doing because I didn't want to like I didn't want to you know hurt myself and it takes discernment so like like I said everything comes with discernment but it made me realize sometimes how I can get distracted especially by external stuff and it really challenged me um in that sense also I'm going to speak more about that in the next episode where I'm going to talk the in-between because it made me realize a lot about my relationship with alcohol. So not drinking for 75 days, which I used to drink every fucking Friday, every fucking weekend. And I could drink maybe one glass of wine or beer during the week here and there, but I drank a lot and going through the 75 days of not drinking and then coming back to, Oh, I can have a drink. But I went through an experience and the same thing with food, the same thing with um, the working out, moving my body. Um, There's a lot of things that I decided to test through my in-between periods, which I will speak more about the next episode. But in overall, the 75 days really opened my eyes on my true discipline and my level of discipline for myself and the things I commit myself to. That's one. And then it made me realize a lot of different relationships I had with some of the things like the workouts, the moving the body, like for example, moving your body, uh, your my health, my, like I said, my relationship with alcohol, my relationship with food, but my relationship with uh, my commitments with myself. So um, like I said, committing to something like that, which feels trivial, like when you look at it, it's not, it's truly not. 75 days in a row, it's, it's a challenge and a lot of people wouldn't do it just like we have like winters where it's like minus 30 outside and snow, it's snowing. We have really awful weather. Like 
sincerely, you have to figure it out. And you know what? I did. And that was a challenge. And I figured it out. And I made it happen for sure. But a lot of people, just because they know that, they wouldn't do it. And there is a very interesting discipline right there when just because something looks or appears hard, the all already throwing the flag is quite an interesting, you know, concept behind it. So that's going to be all for this episode because I've been at it for 40 minutes. I, I don't want to keep you too long about that. And of course, uh, like I said, I'm going to talk about the in-between and then I'm going to talk also my other three days, what came up. Um, just let me know what, um, if you really want to write uh, to me for suggestions or questions, please email me at hello at anabuto.com. Also, if this podcast truly gave you insight, truly helped you, or you thought it was amazing, please, please, please um, share it with any friends or anybody you think that could be amazing for you. With this being said, I wish you a fabulous end of day, morning, evening, wherever you are in the world. And remember, you are just amazing and fabulous. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this amazing episode of Disrupting the Ethos podcast. I hope this podcast enlightened you, expanded you, and that you feel called to share this podcast with either a friend, family member, or whoever you believe that could truly benefit from this podcast. This is how we can help more is by sharing this podcast as much as possible. This would be very much appreciated from yours truly. Now, here's your last reminder. You are a motherfucking badass person and the world needs your light more than ever today. Time to own that shit up and go do the work. With this being said, peace out, everybody.